This week in Baby Quest, let's go. <laughs> Because my name is Mike. And I'm Leah. Hi, Leah. Happy Mario Day. Oh, right. As we're recording, everybody knows March 10th. Today is Mario Day, just like Super Mario, one of the Mario brothers. Okay, but why is it Mario Day? Because March 10th is like M-A-R for March. Yeah. And then one zero for 10. And if you put it all together, the one and zero look like an I and an O. Oh, boy. Mario Day. Yikes. Okay. So, this week, we're going to talk all about our favorite Mario games. No. We're going to rank the Mario games. No. We're going to uh, talk about our review of the Super Mario Brothers movie from the 90s with John Leguizamo. No. Did you know in that movie, their last name was Mario, and so it was Mario, 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 and Luigi Mario. Wow. That's not... That's the 90s for you, right not there. A, that's that, not a good that movie. That sums it up. It's kind of a disaster. Yeah, yeah, that's a surprise. So, what? Are, what's your Mario Day trivia that you're bringing to the podcast today? I, I don't know. What's your is your favorite Mario Princess Peach or Toad or Bowser or Luigi no. or Birdo? I mean Bowser Jr. What's up with Bowser Jr.? Who's his mom? Let's discuss. So growing up I only ever played the like what is it? Like the original Mario? Super Mario probably. Yeah. yeah. And I liked playing as Mario better than Luigi. Those were your only options. It was just kind of Mario and Green Mario back then. What was Luigi? Yeah, you're right, but they looked the same and yeah. they did the same things. Yeah. And then when I have a choice, not that I play video games very often, mm-hmm. when I have a choice to choose who I'm going to play as, right. I kind of go like Toad or Peach. Okay. Because she's a girl or because she floats? <sighs> I mean, honestly, probably because she's a girl. Yeah, okay. But in like the... Representation is important. The race racing game. Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. I like the baby Peach. Baby there's, Peach, There's yeah. another one. See, that's... Who's the other one? To Daisy. Baby yeah, Daisy? Yeah, I like Daisy better. She, I like her colors better. Mm, yeah, she's like orange, sort of orangey palette. I guess I'm... Th- who's... There's a baby... I don't know which one if it's Rosalina? baby. Rosalina? No. She's like blue. Oh, maybe. And from space. Is there like a baby Rosalina? Yes, in the new one. Yeah, I like her. The baby little Rosalina? Because she's in blue. She's like blonde with blue yeah. outfit. Yeah. Okay. She's cute. All right. Well, too bad for Daisy. I don't know. This is just... And then Toad is also cute. Okay. Now, let's talk about Toad. Is that a hat he wears or is that his head? I mean, I... Or like his hair view it as his hat but then i've okay. seen him in some games that he like wears a hat and so then it's like a hat, a hat on, on on top of a his literal hat on a hat situation yeah. and then i'm like that doesn't make sense guys okay. if interesting <laughs> but all right 
Well, thanks everyone for listening to our Super Mario <laughs> no. 35th, 36th anniversary spectacular. No. I guess 35 was last year. Yeah. So that's it. No. Any news to talk about before we go? We had our last OB appointment today. Yeah. Actually, so while we were getting ready to go to that, the weather is nice here. It was only like minus four when we were leaving. Oh, in Celsius. Yeah, four to, minus four Celsius, which I don't know. Do the conversion if you operate in Fahrenheit. Ask Siri, she'll tell you. Hey Siri, what's minus four? Oh, my phone's not here. <laughs> <laughs> hey Siri, what's minus four degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit? Twenty-four. That seems too hot. Um, for that, for us, that would be considered hot. Anyways, uh, yeah. So for you Fahrenheit folks, that's twenty-four ish. Sure. Anyway. Anyways, it's like it feels like spring is happening. Yeah. The sun is out. Yeah. It's getting warmer. Right. We've got some melting snow. Yeah. So you wanted to wear not your big winter boots. And yes, you, and you were gonna put on your shoes. You were gonna you were driving, so I knew you would be able to drop me off at the door. Right. So I wouldn't have to worry about like walking any like distance. My feet getting cold, even though like you know it's like still a little chilly outside. And I went to put on my flats, mm-hmm. like my slip-on flats. Yeah. And I was so excited. I wasn't gonna have to wear socks. This was gonna be great. And my left foot is very puffy Mm -hmm. because of pregnancy. Okay. And I put it on and it looked like the stepsister from Cinderella trying to shove her foot into the glass slipper. Like it just like bulged out the top. Yeah, it was very funny. Just. When you said that. Not a cute look. It honestly wasn't that bad or crazy looking or anything, (laughs) but it was funny when you said you look like a wicked stepsister jamming their foot into the glass slipper because I knew exactly what you're talking about. And I thought that was a good one. So... I did oh, not. But then wear... I said, yeah, no one would care about your shoe bulge <laughs> because you're a tiny, giant, pregnant lady <laughs> wearing an astronaut suit. Just basically. like an astronaut. And that is because my winter coat that I have borrowed from my mother, because my winter coats don't do up anymore, is silver and puffy. Yeah, like something you may <laughs> wear if you were going on to the moon. <laughs> Right. So, so yeah, I, I thought the shoe was the least of your concerns. But anyway, ended up just wearing the old Uggs. Yep. The fake Uggs. Yep. Love them. Yep. Mike hates my Uggs, <clears throat> but... I don't even mind your new ones so much. You just had ones that were like a decade old and absolutely <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like so ratty and just like stained with everything imaginable a decade old first of all they were maybe like a year or two old (gasps) what oh yeah they weren't that old they were nasty though (laughs) they were like rotten (laughs) they got so bad that mike bought me or attempted to buy me I don't think you actually were able to. You couldn't, like, find no, my size. No, they stopped making the company that you had for fake Uggs. They yeah. stopped making them. Mike had tried to buy me a new pair because he hated the way they looked. Yeah, I mean, 
And I get that they're comfortable and they're like slippers and you look like an adult wearing slippers out in public when you're wearing them. And if that's your thing, then like, great, go for it. easy to put on. I know. I mean, I still have to help you put yours okay, on. Okay, but that's only because I'm 36 weeks pregnant and I can't bend over. I understand. That's not when I'm not pregnant. I can get them on by myself when I'm not pregnant. Mm. And I've only started needing help in the last like few weeks. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's the shoe situation. Yeah. yeah, so we had our last OB appointment. Yeah, and it was really good. Yeah, we had an ultrasound like we always do. And Clementine today, for the first time ever, decided to like sleep through the ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Which was fine, except they need to like record them breathing or like practicing their breathing during the ultrasound and like that's one of the like check marks that needs to happen to like say that the baby is still doing well and it literally took the entire ultrasound before they could see her breathing so I was very stressed throughout the whole ultrasound Mm -hmm. and just kept thinking like well I'm gonna get admitted like She's going to be born today. Like, this isn't... It's just happening now. Can you imagine? What a blessing on Mario Day. Oh, God. To have a Mario Day child. We would have to name her... I said Princess Toadstool earlier, and you said no to that. Yeah. But, like, uh, Rosalina. Rosalina Wheeler. No. It's beautiful. Absolutely not. So, I mean, it's fine. She, like, scored eight out of eight at the end of the ultrasound it's okay but just what a way to ha- have your last ultrasound right like <laughs> yeah it sounds if i'm not stressed enough yeah just going out with a bang yeah apparently but then like we talked to the doctor and doctor's not concerned no, because she did pass everything. Yeah, <laughs> she and got like eight out of eight on the score. And like basically, as soon as I got up off the ultrasound table and like got back to the waiting room, she started just like moving a ton. So she just used the ultrasound time as her nap time. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So yeah, then we saw doctor and basically. Most of our questions were honestly about logistics. Yeah, like, of, like how does it Do we work? show up with all of our bags and stuff? Because, like, where do they go? Because we're not going to have a room yet. So, like, where? Like, I'm not bringing all the bags into the delivery room, I assume. <laughs> and then we're going, like, to NICU and to recovery separate ways. Where are the bags? When do I bring the bags up? Who looks after the bag? Like, where do we go? Anyway, apparently it's not a big deal. You just show up with your stuff and they know how to do this. So that issue was solved. The biggest thing she said is, like, you don't need to bring your car seat in. Yeah, because that takes up too much room. Yeah, like, leave the car seat in the car. Go down and get it before we leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I also, I asked about delaying cord clamping. Oh, yeah. And they do that. So they let it. It all chill for about a minute, mm-hmm. and then they cut the cord long, and then cut it shorter? Yeah, so I think they cut mm-hmm. it, like, they specifically cut it long so that you or, like, the other person, partner, parent, whatever, 
can cut it if they want to have that experience. Yeah, that just seems like... It's like they already cut it, though. So yeah, what am I doing? Yeah, but I think it's just like they try to... It's going to trim it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they try to give you as many of like the same like opportunities <laughs> as you would if I was having a vaginal birth. Or if it was the 1960s or whatever. Oh, no, 1960s, you were out in the hall. Oh, yeah, okay, that's you true. You were not involved. <laughs> No, yeah, you're right. Never mind. No, not 19. I don't know. I'm just thinking like cutting the cord is such a, it sounds like a traditional birth thing in my mind. You got to do it, but it's never been something that seems, first of all, like I should even be allowed to do it. <laughs> well, but I mean, I don't know. It, it they like, seem like clamp it and it's like you cut between the clamps, right? Like, yeah, but they've already cut it. In this, in our situation, yes, they will have already cut it. Yeah, so it's like, okay, oh, you cut it too long. Let me just get in there, take a little off the top, and we're good. I think they just want you to be able to have that experience if that's something you want. I think that's nice. I appreciate it. It's a little bit of... That they've, like, come around in their, like, policies and procedures to be like, okay, we're going to try and make... People who are having C-sections, their experience as similar to people who are having vaginal births. Is that the difference? They, would, <clears throat> they wouldn't cut it already if it was a vaginal birth? No, you would just do it. Why? They like clamp it and then you cut Why? in between the clamps. If what's you the want. Difference? Yeah, but what's the difference? Because they've got to like take stuff out of me, right? Like they don't want you coming like up beside me and like seeing my incision and my like guts everywhere. So they, like, do it, move her. And this stuff comes out of you when... Yeah, but you're... The, like, you're, it's less surgical. It's just the yuckiness? That's why they cut it? I think so. Well, I do appreciate that. <laughs> because, like, as much as I find biology and anatomy and stuff interesting <laughs> and can... I don't know if you need to see into my open body. Well, like, yeah, we used to watch, you know, like the taxidermy videos on this. Did we talk about this on the podcast on the brain? I think we might have. The really good, like, taxidermy videos. Um, So they would do dissections on all kinds of animals and talk about it. And, like, it's really interesting and it's kind of yucky, but it's neat. And it's, you know, it's science. It's in all of us. It's fine. I don't need to see you inside out when i think that's the thing like it's very different when it's your loved one versus yeah i mean it's even like it's even different i think for doctors and surgeons who like do this thing on people but when it's their person Mm. it's a different maybe Uh, that becomes a different situation it's like me and my job it's like oh i'll mess around with someone else's phone but if it's your phone i'm very gentle with it (laughs) i don't think it's the same thing but okay yeah so cutting the pre-cut cord seems a little like putting a hat on a hat she did say like you'll be given the option and you can say (laughs) no but like well i don't want to be rude I don't, they, they don't care. I know. Yeah, so I don't know. That's... I think it might be a fun thing to like just experience, like feel what it uh, like cutting so. through the umbilical cord feels like. I've heard it like is a pretty like thick thing and like it it's actually like kind of difficult to cut through. Hmm. And it's like, so like maybe you would enjoy that. 
getting to experience that. It sounds like something I would enjoy. I think cutting through tough human meat. <laughs> anyway, the whole purpose of all of this was because I was curious about delayed cord clamping because basically you just uh, let the placenta and everything drain out for a couple minutes after they're born. Well, like the baby takes. Drain into the baby. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Just suck up all the last yeah. sips of everything good in there. Yeah. And then cut it away. Yeah. But apparently you can get a lot of cool blood and neat stuff in those, like, like literally that minute after things are all detached. Yeah. Before it's cut. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm glad that's happening. Yep. And then, yeah, and then I don't know. And I, I guess I get to... She goes to the warmer. To the warmer. And the pediatrician's going to check her out. And you can, like, go over and stand there while they're doing that. I assume it's, like, one of those things at, like, A&W where they make the burger and then they slide it down the little slide to the warmer. Have you ever seen them? It's, like, a little, like, bed-ish. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just has, like, heat lamps over top, basically. Okay, so more like... Like where the rotisserie chickens are at the grocery store. Ah, okay, interesting. But a little more padded and comfy. Yeah, so, yeah, and then, I mean, there's going to be a pediatrician there to check her all out because of her special cool stuff. And then we get... I'll probably be able to hold her. Now, like, hold her basically means somebody's going to plop her on my chest. Yeah. And you might have to, like, hold her there. Yeah, it's fine. I'm sure she'll love that. And then she goes to the NICU, and you go to the NICU with her, and I go down to recovery. Yeah, and then after that, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> then we're not really sure Yeah. what happens. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess we can say when all this is happening, because nobody's going to hear this until... Today, as of recording, today is Mario Day, as we all know, March 10th. Wednesday. Wednesday. And all of this is taking place on Friday. Yeah. March 12th. Yeah. So by the time you hear this, she will have been born. Yeah. I mean, I sure hope so. And... This is... We're planning on releasing this on our normal Monday. Day. Just gonna set so it and forget it. And it's gonna come out. We should be home. Yeah, that's right. We should be. The plan, if everything is perfect... The would plan be... will be to come home Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? (laughs) I don't know. And then we find out what happens at home. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We'll let you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, things have been going... How have you been feeling this week? I've been feeling, like, yesterday and today especially, Mm -hmm. really good. Okay. On, what day was it? Sunday or Monday? Maybe it was Sunday. Yes, because what happened on Sunday? Well, Sunday, actually, the second best thing to having a baby happened, was, which was I got my first dose of COVID vaccine. Woohoo! So you got the Pfizer one, right? Yeah. Uh, not that I was given a choice. No. Or but not that I would have... Turned it down turned for something. Down. No. Um, yeah. No, it came out of nowhere because, I mean, I only got it because they've moved on to starting to do just staff that work uh, on site at hospitals right in ontario or no in ottawa ottawa is like 
Okay, so our our provincial government sucks. <laughs> and We've been having some major issues with vaccine rollout when it was coming from the provincial level. So we in Ontario, our province, uh, (laughs) real quick, a province is basically sort of like a state in the United States, if we're unclear on that. (laughs) And the province is typically in charge of things like healthcare and education Education. are probably the two biggest things that there is really like their domain. And uh, here in Ontario... And I mean, there's like, so... You know, for most most people probably know that Canada has, you know, healthcare covered by the government to a certain extent. Yeah. But that is like controlled and paid for at the provincial level. So sure. like, yes, all Canadians have it, but in each province it can look a little different just because it's managed at a provincial level. Correct. So... More, about a year and a half ago, we elected a bunch of morons. <laughs> uh, these kind of populist, Donald Trump kind of wannabes. Obviously not as bad as Donald Trump, because no one is. No, yeah. But uh, kind of, you know, loud, blowhard, conservative yeah. ding-dongs. What was his big thing? Oh, buck a beer. Yeah. A, a huge part of the platform was... Buck a beer, so one dollar beer. So the province also controls the liquor board <laughs> sales. And so we elected someone on a platform of having one dollar beers, which did come true very briefly, and it was the worst beer imaginable, and nobody bought it. Yeah, because as you can imagine, making beer that costs a dollar isn't going to taste good. Another big part of their platform was uh, gas prices are too high, and that's weird. Turns out they don't actually have a lot of control over the price of gas, so, hmm, that's weird. Weird that gas prices haven't, like... Dropped. Well, I will say... They did thanks, drop. Thanks to the pandemic, they <laughs> dropped significantly, but they've creeped their way back, back up, up, and yeah. it's about where it was before. So, yeah. real bunch of winners we got running the place here, <laughs> and... We won't even All get into, say. like, the education <laughs> debate that oh my God. went on. No, we won't. Let's just say we also don't approve of what they're doing in the realm of education. But all that to say, <laughs> vaccine rollout has been a little bit of a mess and a little bit slow and a little bit terrible. Like, we are one of, if not the worst provinces in the country Right, in and terms, Canada, but even, like, Canada per capita is, like, so far behind, bad, like, yeah. the United States. Like, we've States, been doing very badly. So far behind the UK yeah. in vaccine rollout. But within the last month, mercifully, the province said, okay, municipalities, you get to be in charge yeah. of vaccines for your cities now. And so things are actually kind of rolling yes. here. So, like, in our city, it has been, it has started to... Ramp up. Get a little bit better. Yeah, And basically, like Thursday, I got an email saying, hey, do you want a vaccine? Sign up. And I was like, "Mm, yes, please. (laughs) And rushed to do that. Got my slot on Sunday. Went in. No big deal. Got vaccinated. Took a vaccine selfie. It was great. Yeah, so I got my first dose. And I get my second dose about a month from now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very exciting. What were we talking about? Baby stuff. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. After after I got home from the vaccine... Oh, yeah, you were having some 
anxiety. I was having a lot of like hospital and baby anxiety. Yeah. Not even like having a baby anxiety. No, you were worried about like being in the operating room. Yeah, like literally the being at the hospital, being in the operating room, being in the NICU, being stuck different places. Like my normal being stuck places triggers, but it was coming very badly thinking about literally physically being in the operating room or waiting to go into the operating room or driving to the hospital, like all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Now, like the waiting to come into the operating room this time should be much faster because I'm not getting an epidural this time. I'm getting a spinal block. And like they said, the anesthesiologist told me it's like three minutes from the time they put in your spinal block to the time you're like frozen. That's cool, yeah. So <laughs> that should go much. You shouldn't have to wait 45 minutes in the hallway this time. Yeah, no. And I mean, even even if I did or whatever, it's, uh, I don't know, over the last couple of days, I've become less worried about it. I, maybe that will change tomorrow or Friday. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe right. I'll be a big disaster. But I don't know. Uh, I've been just feeling very good about it the last few days um, after my big sort of anxiety freak out about it good and when i say freak out i just mean i was feeling anxiety yeah (laughs) like normal but yeah i don't know i'm feeling suspiciously good about it right now at Mm. in this moment maybe it's just all the mario day (laughs) magic and excitement that we're all feeling but yeah so i'm doing pretty good how are you doing uh i definitely think since like Last Wednesday, at the last OB appointment, like, things have kind of gotten worse every day. And it's not, like, constant anxiety. It's just, like, when she's not moving, which I realize is, like, very normal. She's allowed to sleep. That's okay. But when I notice that she's not moving, then I get really anxious. Mm-hmm. I do feel a little bit of that. or And like, I've described it to people as like, we have come so far yeah. and we are so close that the idea that something could go wrong and it could all get taken away from us now is much scarier. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's weird because it wouldn't actually be any worse worse, but there is that thought like boy it sure would be bad if something happened today and then like the next day it's It's like like, oh it would be it'd be like a small percentage even worse than yesterday yeah so and like that's not like i go back and forth multiple times a day between like ah in two days i'm going to be holding my baby and like she's gonna be here and oh my goodness that's so exciting to like oh god like what if something happens in the next two days Mm -hmm. and so that i think like i was really looking forward to to today's appointment and then when the ultrasound was like slightly stressful i was like this is not what i need because normally i have a really great ultrasound she's moving a ton everything's going great and it like kind of gives me this like shot of like confidence for the next little while Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh like this is what i need and then i didn't get that and i was like okay yeah the one day that i really needed it (laughs) yeah but 
I mean, there wasn't actually anything wrong with the ultrasound. No. <laughs> you just had a slightly more stressful ultrasound. She passed all the tests and everything's looking good and you're feeling her as much as normal. Yes. Now. Yes. So, but yeah, I understand. And I mean, tomorrow I have like a therapy appointment set up and yeah. I'm gonna, which I now am like so proud of myself for deciding to make it on Thursday. I'm like, that was a very good choice, Leah. You really like good decision making skills. Because yeah. I think like having it, I think like every day is going to get harder. And I think tomorrow is going to be the hardest probably. So like, let's, you know, yeah. support as much as possible. So yeah, so we're doing good <laughs> overall. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just very excited. Yes. She's going to be here soon. Yes. She's, getting, she's been getting so many gifts from people. <laughs> we have so much stuff for her. <laughs> yes. Lots and lots of stuff. My sister just bought her a uh, fluorescent pink tracksuit. <laughs> um, it's like a Nike tracksuit with fluorescent pink and then a huge leopard print stripe <laughs> right through the middle of it. So that's what she's going to be wearing all the time. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's like we've got all the things just kind of waiting for Friday now at this point. Yeah. I've got a podcast to edit. We've got D&D tonight. We've got a couple more like tidying around the house things to do. A couple more. The house... <laughs> That's what I've been doing a lot of this week, though. So the house is rather tidy. Uh, just a couple little things left. Yeah. But yeah. And then, like, finish packing the hospital bags. I do need to do that. I, that's one thing that I have not done yet. Mostly because I want to, like, get all my clothes washed that I want to wear and then yeah. pack them. And I don't have much else except for, I don't know, an iPad and a charger, which I'll throw in the bag. Yeah. Like Friday I, morning. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I I told you that it kind of feels like we're getting ready to go on vacation. Mhm. <laughs> Just in terms of like I'm like, "Oh, there's laundry that I want to do. Oh, I got to make sure that there's like, you know, we change the sheets and the towels and like mm -hmm. oh, getting the bags packed like it all feels very like prepping for vacation." Yeah. Which I mean, it's not, we're not going on vacation. No. <laughs> but sort of what it feels like. Oh, I'm going to sleep in a hospital chair for two to three nights. Yep. So that's what I'm doing on vacation. <laughs> it's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> you're going to be so tired, you're just going to fall asleep. That's probably true. Until I'm pelting you with my pillows trying to wake you up because she's crying and I can't get her. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just really excited. I've been reading Emily Oster's second book, Crib Sheet. Mm -hmm. Enjoying that quite a bit. Uh, except last night, I kind of left off sort of in the middle of the chapter about SIDS. So right. that's a fun one. Oh, not the most uplifting. SIDS, or as it's now known, su suid. It's changed. It's sudden, unexpected infant death. Um. It's not like a syndrome. Right. And she explains that at the start of the chapter, and then she says, but I'm going to ignore that and just call it SIDS, because that's what people know it as. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I read Emily Oster's 
pregnancy book, and now this is her like having a baby. Baby to like a baby baby book, baby and toddler. Toddler, right? Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff about breastfeeding in there. I learned some things about that. Uh, oh, I learned about I read the part about circumcision. Okay. <laughs> which does not really, which is probably not going to apply to our our baby. <laughs> But Leah came in and she's like, why are you making a big face while you're reading the book? Like a big yucky face. And it's because I was reading that book. And then I had to question why he was reading it. A, not having a boy. Mm. B, even if we were having a boy, we would not have chosen circumcision. Probably. So I just skipped over that part. I was like, circumcision, not applicable. Well, I wanted to read. I wanted to know about it. <laughs> yeah, and then you made the yuck face. Yeah, didn't even talk about moils at all. About what? Moils. What's that? When you get a circumcision for Jewish-related reasons, um... the moil is the circumciser, the person who does it. Well, but I think they have to be a doctor. No, they got to be a moil. You can't just let the, a random like. Do it random. It's his job. But I think he probably has to be like trained, like a medical professional. Well, I'm so. Okay, maybe not back in the day, but like now. It wasn't in the book. I'm not. I'm not prepared to, to you know, to speak authoritatively, authoritatively about Jewish tradition and moils. Okay, fair. Did you learn this term? Everyone knows it. My brain. Is this like in sex ed for the boys? This is what you learn? Yeah, we talk a lot about moils. Well, well, you said everybody. Like, I don't know. I didn't learn about it. No, and there's the whole thing where... You like getting this off of like The Simpsons or Seinfeld or something? Okay, there was an episode of of Seinfeld (laughs) with a moil. There we go, folks. Not The Simpsons, though. Anyway, so I didn't learn about that in the book, but the book is good. If you're not familiar with Emily Oster, she's a uh, she's actually an economics professor. We've talked about her before, I think. I think so too. But anyway, it's it's all parenting through the lens of data and research, yeah. like yeah. data analysis. Yeah, what does the research and data show about What do the meta studies tell us about about co-sleeping yeah about eating sushi while you're pregnant about like yeah so anyway i've been reading that did not talk about moils unfortunately but uh yeah i had a bunch of interesting things good uh there was a whole part about tongue ties which i didn't know were a thing until our friends had a baby recently right who had a tongue tie and that is also nasty i also made a big face while reading that part well because they just like snip it so like the if if you, like me if you're not familiar with what a tongue tie is it's when that you know that like membrane underneath your tongue that connects your tongue to the bottom of your mouth yeah it's like more connected than it should be if you're a little baby you can have too much of that so they just get out the scissors they just take a little cut bit cut it and off you go, which is so nasty. But you can also have cheek ties. What was the, uh, the book didn't mention cheek ties, but it does talk about lip ties, which are much, much less common. Mm. I've also heard of cheek ties where like, it's just. That's weird. A little too connected. Well, 
didn't talk about that in the book. And, and the, then what the, do you do the, for cheek ties? Like sort of Joker, like <laughs> slice a big smile on your face. I think it's the same type of procedure. You know how I got these scars? <laughs> cheek ties when I was a baby. God. Um, and I mean, the biggest issue is it can uh, impact breastfeeding. Right, 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 right. It, normally you don't means, get all the good tongue action well it normally means that like the baby struggles to get good sucks and like get in a lot of of the milk yeah and it can also be very painful for the person who is feeding the baby it was painful for me reading the book <laughs> about getting your tongue snipped i didn't like it at all i didn't like it when i learned about it within <laughs> the last year and i didn't like reading about it again well, so our friends said that, like, when they did it for their child, it, they, like, snip it, and then they just, like, stick the baby on the breast, yeah, and, like, to try, like, that, chill them out. And that, also the, like, pressure helps to stop the bleeding. Hmm. <laughs> then you have a big, milky, bloody <laughs> boob. I mean, you're probably going to have bloody boobs anyways, or nipples, so. <sighs> yeah, but that's different. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you ready for my boobs to just be out all the time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. What about me? Am I allowed to go around without a shirt? Sure. Just in case some, like, skin-to-skin is needed at any moment. Yeah. Okay. I'm very excited for you to be able to do that. I'm excited. Why do you say it like it's a joke or something? I'm not. I'm, like, genuinely excited. (laughs) Okay. No, I am too. I'm extremely excited. We've talked about, like, how I want you to just ask to do things in the NICU. Yeah. And, I mean, it sounds like they're going to be offering and are familiar with how this works. But, yeah, no, I'll be asking about if there are any feeding opportunities or... Diaper changes or... Well, of course they're going to want to get me in on the first diaper change. When does that happen? The first diaper change? Yeah. Like, how long? I don't know. The first poop is, like, within... is, like, 24 hours. Well, I assume the first diaper change would coincide... Well, but they can, like, pee. I guess. She's gonna be peeing. You don't have to change every time they pee. No, not every time. But, like, (laughs) you know, you're not gonna leave a diaper on for 24 hours without changing it. Might if it's clean. No. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't know. Just very excited. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if we have much else. We don't have any, like, requests of our listeners or anything. By the time you hear this, I mean, hopefully... There's a baby and we've got her. Yeah, and we'll probably put an update up on the up on Instagram. Oh yeah, maybe we'll put a picture up. Maybe. I think we can put like one. One. So have we talked about this before on the podcast? Sharenting? <laughs> I mean no, not that. Uh so our personal choice of not putting pictures on even our personal social media accounts. And that's just our choice. We like, I don't have feelings about people who... I'd like to, I think we can really 
this will be a whole episode someday. Yeah, maybe. I do have a lot of thoughts about this. I don't have, like, I don't, it, people who decide to share their children on social media, I, that is your choice. I mean, the person who, as a parent, the person in our life who's probably, like, the best parent that we know is also the person who is, like, they share the most of their kids online that I know of anyone I've ever seen in my life. Right, and so, like... I don't have an issue with it. You make your choices for your children and like, that's fine. Uh, This is like the choice that we've made. But we also recognize that lots of people are invested in our story, interested in our story. And that most babies, when they're like newborns, all kind of look the same. (laughs) So if we post a photo of her, she's just gonna be a squishy blob wrapped in a blanket like she's probably i mean she's gonna be the most beautiful thing i've ever seen she is probably also gonna look like an old angry man (laughs) right i don't think she is i don't know (laughs) we'll see prove me wrong i think what makes the old man look is when you take a photo and they're not wearing a hat and so they're like bald-ish and like they're all just crinkly and, and like all, yeah but when you like put a hat on and they're all like wrapped up then i'm like well it's just a baby burrito maybe yeah yeah it'll be fine it'll be fine yeah so there might not be an episode after like we, we there Next might be week. some time off <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We're not we're not super we, sure. We don't know exactly how it's going to go. It's going to yeah. I mean it's it's going to depend a lot on how I feel. How things are actually going. How she is. I mean, we're excited to, you know, do an update for the pod and talk about it's going to be, I don't know, probably five part spectacular. <laughs> but um yeah, I don't know. who knows when exactly it's going to be. Yeah. Probably not too long, but cuz I, you know, I am off. I get that there's a baby and there's going to be lots to do, but also I am off work. So, you know, I'm sure we can figure something out. <laughs> we might have to record from our bed. Ooh, that's fine. Just like the olden days. Yeah. Back when we first started. The first episodes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you can reach us if you want to say hi at, on, at Instagram. On Instagram, babyquestpod. Yep. We do have the Twitter, BabyQuestCast. Yep. Might be cool if you said hi there, because no one, like, it's literally, literally no one follows it. Figuratively. I follow it. Leah follows it. And I don't know. That's about it. Next time you hear from us, there's going to be a baby. There's going to be a third host to this podcast. Yeah. Hopefully she'll have some exciting things to contribute. Yeah, some great insights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. It is. This is it. This is it. Two days. All right. Don't make me cry. We have to go before I start crying now. (laughs) About the podcast. (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't think Mike's going to cry on delivery day. Oh, really? Oh, you think you're going to cry? I do, but it's been a little harder to tell since I've been back on my brain medicine, to be honest. I haven't been as quick to cry. Yeah, if you weren't on your brain medicine, I'd be like, oh, 100%, he's going to cry. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little harder to say now. I think I will. I don't think I will. Mm. Oh, man, I don't know. I'm not normally, like, I don't normally, so A, I'm not a big crier. T- 
takes a lot to like get me to that place. And B, I, I don't know if I've ever cried happy tears. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. It's going to be exciting. All right, everyone, place your bets. <laughs> Who's going to cry? Uh, let us know on Instagram. Leah or Mike? Or both. Both? Or neither. Neither. And uh, yeah, we'll let you know the results in the next episode. So mm. check Stay back tuned. in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, again, if you think this is okay, you can tell someone about it. But really, I don't know. I feel like this is not the end of the podcast or obviously the end of our like parenting journey or interest in <clears throat> talking about these things. No. But I don't know. It feels like this is the end of our <laughs> be talking about pregnancy after loss while we are in it. Yes. So I don't know. It's interesting. It's a, it's, it feels like a big thing. Yeah. Come a long way. I mean, I'm sure we'll probably do like a a wrap up episode where we talk about like looking back at the pregnancy and how that was. But I don't know if we'll really like dive into the pregnancy after loss topic that much again. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon, and I love you, bye. Mwah!